Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond, so stay tuned. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, welcome to episode 165 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. And this week, we are going to check out what's coming your way in the month of June for releases. So we're going to step away from our normal format and give you this uh, this month's uh, rundown of what's coming your way. And our guest is Barbara Corcoran, who is one of the sharks from ABC's Shark Tank, which just finished its second season and has been renewed for a third season. So Barbara will be coming up in just a few minutes. She's got a lot of things to talk about. She has a new book out called Shark Tales. And how I turned $1,000 into a billion-dollar business. It's a great book. You should check that one out. Anyway, she'll be coming up in a few minutes. uh, And uh, it's time now to check out what's coming your way as far as remakes in June, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness for June. Well, it looks like uh, they're remaking, of course, we this long time now that Green Lantern is going to be coming to theaters and it will be coming to theaters on June 17th so stick around for that and Mr. Popper's Penguins goes uh, remake style from books to big screen that's also coming your way on June 17th that's it for Remake Madness in June next on On Screen and Beyond we're going to check out what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies in June right here on On Screen and Beyond Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Upcoming movies in June, it looks like Super 8 from Steven Spielberg and J.J. Abrams lands in theaters on June 10th. Also on June 10th, you can check out Judy Moody and the Not Bummer Summer. And on June 17th, it looks like Cameron Diaz arrives in Bad Teacher. That's it for upcoming movies in June. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a look at sequels coming away in June. It's right here next on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City on On Screen and Beyond for June, it looks like uh, X-Men First Class will arrive on June 3rd. And Cars continues with Cars 2, and it's coming your way on June 24th from Pixar and Disney. And Transformers Dark of the Moon crashes into theaters on June 29th. That's it for Sequel City in June, coming your way on On Screen and Beyond. Next, it looks like we have TV on DVD coming up next in June, right here on On Screen and Beyond. (laughs) 
Okay, we got quite a few things coming your way as far as TV on DVD in June. On June 7th, you can get Hopalong Cassidy, the complete series. Now, that one goes back in time. And the Gene Autry Show, Season 1. And Leverage, Season 3, comes your way on June 7th. McMillan and Wife, Season 3, along with New Tricks, Season 4. And Robin of Sherwood, Season 1 on Blu-ray, comes your way on June 7th, along with White Collar, Season 2. On June 14th, you can check out Haven, Season 1. On June 21st, it's The Closer, Season 6. Marple, Season 5 on Blu-ray. And Medium, Season 7. And then on June 28th, Ancient Aliens, Season 2. Along with Warehouse 13, Season 2 comes your way. That's it for TV on DVD in June. Coming up next on On Screen Beyond, we're going to take a look at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD in June. Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD coming your way in June. June 7th, you can check out Just Go With It with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, along with True Grit with Jeff Bridges. And on June 14th, you can check out Battle Los Angeles, along with Hall Pass with Owen Wilson and Red Riding Hood with Amanda Seyfried. And on June 21st, you can check out The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, and The Eagle with Channing Tatum. And on June 28th, Paul Giamatti in Barney's version and Beastly with Vanessa Hudgens. That is it for Movies on DVD in June, coming your way. And next on On Screen and Beyond, we have a uh, little chat with Barbara Corcoran. She's on Shark Tank on ABC. And they, I told you earlier, uh, they have been renewed for a third season. She's going to talk about that. She's going to talk about her book, Shark Tales. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today, my guest on On Screen and Beyond is an entrepreneur who turned a $1,000 loan into a multi-billion dollar business. She currently is one of the sharks on ABC's hit show Shark Tank, and she has a book out called Shark Tales, How I Turned $1,000 into a Billion Dollar Business. It's Barbara Corcoran. Barbara, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Very nice to be here. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, Barbara, um, I have to say, shark has such a mean tone to it. Mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and watching the show, and I am a fan of the show, I enjoy the show very much, um, I feel that you are more of a nurturer than a shark. You know. Oh, thank you. I'm not supposed to come across that way, which I only shows I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just that, you know, you feel, it, it, we get the feeling that you actually are concerned whether these businesses fail or, or continue. Of course I'm concerned. Why wouldn't I be? These people put their heart and soul into it. They're there genuinely pitching. They probably practiced a heck of a lot before they got on to get, you know, walk, walk actually into the shark tank. So, I mean, they have so much vested in it. And the tension I feel, I could, I could just walk in their shoes better than I can mine. I, I must say sometimes I wish I could jump onto their side of the table because I think I'm better suited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, 
no, of course, I have tremendous empathy for these people. They have so much riding on this this pitch, and I so much want to see them each do well. Yeah. And, and, it doesn't you know, mean I want to invest my money in them. No, no. It just means I want them to do well. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, like, some of the other people on the show, like, like for example, Kevin, who has actually told people, you know, first thing Don't I'm going to do is, 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 yeah, right. He says, I'm going to take over the company, and I'm going to fire yeah. you. <laughs> and you're terrible. But you know what? Uh, Kevin is not as mean as he makes himself out to be. Of course, I'm sure you probably right. heard. He's yeah. really a sweet, very sweet guy in person. Yeah. But in that role, he's perfect. He's the Simon Cowell. Right, yeah. You need that edge in yeah. the show, I think, to yeah. uh, appreciate the differences between uh, different ways that sharks look at the businesses and not. And you can see that once in a while. He 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 lets down his guard a little bit, and there's not been often. times where. Well, I, there was one time that in particular, uh, he he didn't take anything. You know, nobody took it. I can't remember what happened, but he told him, of course, his usual. You know, you're dead to me. <laughs> you're dead to me. I look forward to that line. I'm sorry to report. I really do. I'm like, oh no, not that you did to me. Line. <laughs> <laughs> and, but one time he went out back, and I guess that they had made a deal with with one of one of the other people, and he, he congratulated them. And and I thought, you know, okay, he's showing his 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 true self. I mean, you know, let's no, 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 no. You got that wrong. It was only because the camera was going. Oh. <laughs> has an innate sense of what's great TV. Probably okay. once the camera went back in, got rolled back in, he probably went out and beat the guy up. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is a good show. It's a very good show, and I, yeah, and I enjoy I watching it. I would agree with you. And, and obviously, a lot of people are enjoying it because um, it's it's um, the the viewership is way up. Way up, and what speaks more volumes than that is they actually renewed it and gave us a huge order for many more episodes. That's great. That's called putting your money where your mouth is. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's great. So a third season is in line then. Yes, thank you. That's the, thir- the third is the charm, as they say, right? Yeah, well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, now, thank you. any idea will it be like last year you, you kind of mixed things up a little bit and you added uh, Jeff Foxworthy and, and Mark uh, uh, Cuban? Yes, and we're going to have, uh, we're definitely going to have. Um, visiting sharks again, mm-hmm. uh, guest sharks as they call them. I don't know who they're going to be. They're going through the lineup now. I think they're going to do a lot more of that going forward because it was very well received. For the sharks themselves on the set, it's one royal pain in the neck from my perspective because just as you get comfortable with each other, you get another new guy in town mm-hmm. that sits there and shakes things up. So it's almost like redefines the interrelationships or the interaction, I should say, between the sharks and and who pays what. You kind of get each other's M.O.s after a while, but this <laughs> shakes it up. But I guess the producers like that, and the fans at home seem to like it, too. Right, yeah. yeah you know, I mean, they don't, they don't want you guys to get complacent on, on what's going to happen We're either. not complacent. Let me tell you what keeps us from being complacent ever, even if we were doing the same show over and over again for the next 20 years with the same sharks. You're putting your money in. That's right. That, guarantees you that you're not going to be complacent about anything you're hearing or doing. There's a real, you know, it's it's not just about making a good show, which obviously the networks really want out of it, but it's also making a good deal. It's also making a good investment, and it's also your tremendous time commitment once you become a partner to these people. Mm-hmm. So you're signing up for a lot. When you think about that we have 10 to 15 minutes to figure that out, put our bets on the table, it's tremendous pressure. There's never a chance that anybody there would get become complacent. It's, the ingredients are too varied and too stressful uh, mm-hmm. to even contemplate falling asleep. Yeah, and, and the, the, the 
I just can't imagine some of these people the, at the last moment there you know one of you are throwing them uh, a, a, an offer and you know they have to decide right then and there i mean that's mm-hmm. that's quite a thing well it's good because it's pressure and that also creates good tv right yeah yeah now have um how did you come about getting on shark tank itself well, I got a little bit lucky. I was becoming the real estate expert on TV mm-hmm. by design. And so they had seen me as a real estate expert, which, of course, wouldn't help me get this. But I had been on a couple of business shows as an entrepreneur. And so they just called. Well, I think you mentioned that you have someone you know well who mm-hmm. does recruiting. <laughs> you know how recruiting works. But they had called hundreds of potential sharks to see if they'd be interested. And, of course, I was very interested. I immediately thought, this is a perfect fit for me. I'm pretty good at real estate, but I'm great at entrepreneurship. And so I thought I had the job, signed the contract, and then just a couple of days before I was flying to L.A., I got a call from Mark Burnett Productions, his assistant to the assistant to the assistant, which is always a bad sign when the most (laughs) low person on the totem pole is calling you. And, of course, as I expected, she was calling to say they had changed their mind. They wouldn't be hiring me. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, but I already bought my outfits to sign autographs. How could you be dismissing me now? I already have it in my calendar. You know, I felt very, very rejected and, and, and upset. But I'm pretty good at rejection, and I immediately sat down and slammed out an email to Mark Burnett telling him that I thought his rejection was a lucky charm because everything good in my life happened after I was rejected and I cited bang, diddy, bang, diddy, bang, diddy, bang, you know, the different things from my life in a very short, tight email. And the last line was, I think you should invite both of the females out to compete for the spot. And I've already booked my own plane fare on Tuesday as planned. And you know what? They called back and invited me out. <laughs> wow, that's great. And thank God I wrote that email. I'm more, I'm more proud of that than getting the job, quite honestly, because I thought, thank God I didn't go down when they wanted me to go down. You know? Yeah, yeah. And the chemistry of the people they did get on the show uh, is so, it works so well, really. I mean, you, you all seem to mix well. Yes, I think so. It got better in the second season, I believe, watching it. In the first season, it was rough at times with the chemistry. The second season, it seemed to swing a little bit better. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm sure as you get used to people and, you know, things seem to just roll along and everything, mm-hmm. and you know who to strangle at the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, I also think Kevin O. got in the habit of making fun of me as though I don't care how I spend my money and that I'm an easy touch. Yeah. That... he loved to slam that home, which bugs the crap out of me. I've got to get better <laughs> at coming back at that guy. Well, the thing is, you're not... I mean, you know, I mean, nice person or not, you're not going to throw your money into something just for the sake of throwing your money at it. No, I don't need I don't need a friend that much. Right. I, I have plenty of friends I could throw money at and pretend they're my friends. Forget it. I don't need to do it on the show. Right. Jeez. So, but... Um, the the other thing I want to talk about, of course, is your book. I mean, you know, that's obviously what we're here for. Um, what made you decide to write that book? Oh, it was an easy decision. I had sold my Corcoran Group for $66 million. I suddenly didn't have a job and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. It was a filler. I thought, you know what, I'm going to put all these lessons, because I thought I was a good storyteller and ran good sales meetings and motivated people in my own firm. Well, I said, maybe I can motivate people to be better than they are. And so I sat down and wrote that book. It took me a year door-to-door, the first book. And I, I was very happy for that because I have since then. I never go anywhere without someone coming up and saying, I read your book. It made me 
changed my life. It made all the difference, blah, 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 blah. So I've been hearing good feedback, how satisfying that has been. Much oh, yeah. more satisfying than selling a piece of real estate. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now reading the book, there's there's all kinds of uh, stories that you have about growing up and everything. And, and I like the way that you mixed in the, you know, uh, for example, when you were, you were uh, with Donald Trump uh, trying oh. to get a, a deal set. And then all of a sudden you jump back to something that happened in your childhood that your mother, uh, you know, sort of gave you a little, little lesson to learn, and then all of a sudden you used it. Against the Donald. Right, gotcha. yeah. And, well, thank and, God for those. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, do you... Should I tell you that story, or you know it? Well, I don't know if you want to... It's up to you if you want to go ahead. I'll tell it, sure, because I love to tell it. You know, I had two brothers. I had I have four brothers, but I had one gay brother who was built much more slight than my huge brothers, and he was being picked on by the town bully over and over again. He was an easy mark. And so I watched him crying at the table, and I watched my mother turn around, to my brother John, who's a whole head taller than him, a big hunk of a kid. And she said, you know, John, you go out with your brother and beat the shit out of that bully. I couldn't believe it, because my mother was a religious woman, kind. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's exactly what he did. He took Tommy out, and in front of time, beat the crap out of the kid. And my brother was, my younger brother, was never picked on again, ever. And that story flashed in my mind when Donald Trump sued me for five million dollars and I thought to myself oh my god I was all set to hire my regular real estate attorney to defend me and then I realized I needed a bully I you need a bully to beat a bully mm-hmm. was the lesson I learned from my mother you got to be a bully to be a bully and I went out and hired the meanest son of a bitch I could find and we won the lawsuit <laughs> thank god <laughs> so now growing up um, you you weren't from a rich family or anything um, Most people are not. Right. And you weren't the top of the class? I was at the bottom. No contest. Yeah. But all. <laughs> but here you are. I mean, you know, did you ever think that you would be, you know, instead of talking, you know, a dollar, a hundred dollars, or two hundred dollars, and you're talking millions and billions of dollars? No, I don't think you see what your life brings your way. What I did see in my life was I saw myself in a little movie. I know this sounds ridiculous as a kid because when I was sitting in class every day, unable to read and write for many years, and having everybody make fun of me and me like just begging, please don't call me, don't make me read out loud, don't make me read out loud. That's where, you're very, you know, that's where I learned to feel shame. You know? mm-hmm. But all that time that the other kids were sitting in that class and learning stuff, I didn't learn anything. All I did was sit around and imagine things, and my life was a movie. I imagined me doing this and that. I was a daydreamer, because I was good at that. And you want to know something? You don't know what your life's going to bring, but looking back, I think the daydreaming gave me a great ability to have a great imagination and to imagine things well, and then to make them happen. And you know, 
who knows what happens but no one envisions what their life is going to be they all might have dreams but it wasn't firm for me it was just i was like this little lady in a movie going on all these adventures mm -hmm. and the adventure that ultimately became true for me was the adventure of building a business and so who knows how those things happen but as long as they happen and i'm thankful for it believe me every day yeah now do you think the way the business uh, world is right now that somebody could get a thousand dollar loan and build it into the, the you know the kingdom that you'd have definitely can i tell you what i do with my thousand dollars is i paid for a month for my princess phone i think it was twenty eight dollars now of course those numbers but what does a phone cost today i don't know because i don't sign my own checks anymore good They're for me six seven but bucks <laughs> how much is it really? six, for, for, for a, a plug-in phone probably six seven bucks they're cheap <laughs> oh they're cheap oh so prices have come down so you could stretch your thousand i thought you were going to tell me they were much more okay. oh no of course they only last a week but <laughs> oh at that price you could afford to replace them all the time who cares right. and of course i use some of the money to place one ad in the new york times that got me a customer and all you need in the real estate business still today is a listing and a customer mm -hmm. so yes you can start a business in my field real estate with very little money and you could probably do that in many fields because you know why i have 11 entrepreneur partners from shark tanks from shark tank and all of them started with nothing and so can yeah. it be done of course the proof is out there every day it doesn't have to do with the money. If you have a will, there's a way. And those people who are com are totally committed to succeeding and smart enough to pull it off are building businesses every day. Of course, there's always an opportunity there. Yeah. What's the most important thing that you would look for in somebody, uh, in an entrepreneur? Um, I look for two things, and I really never really sat down and thought about what I was looking for until I was writing my last book, and I had to quantify it or qualify what the traits are that make the winners the winners, you know. I'm looking for someone who's great at taking a hit, you know. If I could find out a little bit about them and how they're good at picking themselves back up, so somebody who's been tested a bit, that's a character trait. People who get it back up fast, they get back up slow or they don't get up. Mm -hmm. right, those are the three kinds of people I've met in life and in business. So I'm looking for the guy who knows how to get back up fast because the guy who's moaning and groaning for a whole week and a half has already left a week and a half of opportunity by the wayside. You can't afford that business. You've got to be bang, 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 and jump on things, you know? Mm -hmm. All right, so that I'm looking for, that guy who could take a hit, the guy or gal who could take a hit. All right, the other thing I'm looking for, honestly, is someone I trust instinctively trust them. If there's an ounce of doubt in my mind as to whether I trust the entrepreneur who's pitching on Shark Tank, I am definitely out. Why? Because I don't want to spend the rest of my life working with people I don't trust. I either want to trust them or not. And that's a terrible way to build a relationship, not on complete trust. So those are the traits I look for. Of course, what business they're in, what product they have right. has to make common sense. Right. But I don't even listen to it if I don't find the two front pieces already in place when they start talking. Mm -hmm. I know, Barbara, it's getting close to the time we have to finish up here, but mm -hmm. uh, I want to finish up with uh, two final questions. Yes. Your favorite TV shows of all time? Oh, easily. Twilight Zone. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's one. The original, I presume. Yeah, the original. It was so exciting, and it was the only show my parents allowed their 10 children to watch once a week. Twilight Zone, oh no, and then they added Bonanza, which I never liked. The guys like that one. <laughs> what about movies? What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, easily, easily, Dr. Zhivago. Ah. I was in love with that guy's eyes. I still have wet dreams about him. I love that guy. <laughs> 
I don't even know his name. I don't know what happened to him as an actor. Oh, mm-hmm. What a movie. Yeah, well, Barbara, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. and. It's it's just it's so much fun to talk with you, and uh, there's so much we could talk about, but we don't don't have the time. But uh, right. I want to thank you very don't be shy much. Shy about calling again. Huh? And yeah, and and we will definitely be watching Shark Tank next season. Oh, please do! It starts in late September. I'm going to check up on you, and even if you don't want to watch it, turn your damn TV on. <laughs> well, thank All you, right. Barbara. Thank you so much. Huh? Barbara Corcoran, want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And uh, Barbara's book is out. It's called Shark Tales, How I Turned $1,000 into a Billion-Dollar Business. And I got my copy right here. And it's a, it, it's a great book, and uh, you want to check it out. Uh, she talks about uh, you know how she started and everything and how she's had dealings with uh, uh, the Donald and all sorts of things. Um, it's a good book. Check it out. And if you get a chance... Uh, Watch some of the reruns of Shark Tank Season 2 that are on ABC right now. Or wait for next year when Season 3 comes your way. And now that you know Barbara a little bit better, you can uh, enjoy the show. It's a very entertaining show. If you haven't watched it, check it out on ABC Shark Tank. It's a great, great show. And next week, let's see, what do we got going on here? Uh, next week, uh, the first week of June already. It's a, whew, flying by. But uh, our special guest is going to be Barry Livingston. He was, of course, Ernie from My Three Sons, and Barry's going to be talking with us. Hope you're going to join us for that. And until then, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.